This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money and a bank won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. So hello everybody and welcome to the New Hampshire Business Show. I'm doing something a little different today. Um, I am presenting on what will be our stage in the future. Um, for those of you who are listening via the podcast, you should probably go over to Facebook and actually watch the recording. Um, but this will be our stage. I'm very excited about this. And as we proceed with Cowork Londonderry, um, we have a lot of things coming in, a lot of things to move forward on. Now for today, I'm going to stick with the stage and then what I had come here to present, um, but every week on a Monday, we will have a guest speaker here to present to the members. And what that does is it gives us an opportunity to give a lot of knowledge back to the member base. Because we're all here for one thing, and that's to get our businesses up off the ground, running and profitable, so we can either grow them or live on them. Um, Everyone has a different feel and idea for what they want their business to be, but those generally are what we're looking to do, is to either provide enough income for us to live or grow them to a place where you can hire and do a lot of other stuff so you can bring on staff and, um, and then eventually live on that income when you become uh, multi-millionaire kind of projections, correct? So that's what most people intend. Um, but to get there, we are often lacking knowledge. We have, we have no idea how to get there. So what I wanted to do was put together a place in time when we can give that information to you as the members. And that's part of the benefit of being a member here, which is $100 a month. Um, that is every Monday you know, there's gonna be someone up on the stage teaching you about accounting social media, strictly motivation type things, business consulting, you name it, public speaking, we're gonna have these things available to you. Um, you just gotta let us know what you need and what you want, and we can get presenters up here to do that. Um, so that is a huge benefit to you as a member, and some of the things to look forward to. And then with the stage, as I'm saying that I'm supposed to be on right now, <laughs> I'm in the crude format right now because I don't have the wireless set up yet, but we're gonna have the lights, we're gonna have mounts for the cameras, we're gonna have the mics so we can record like we are right now. And we will be doing it so much cooler in 4K, um, creating presentations with you know, the graphics and everything, but we can do it to a level that you'll be able to use that as a huge sticking point for your business. Um, when you put that out there on social media, people are gonna be like, wow, that person knows what they're talking about and they have a really cool system and all of that is going to be at very little cost to you just being a member um, so it's pretty cool now plans growth yeah so but to get there we need members <laughs> naturally so if you or anyone you know is interested in becoming a member of the co-work of London Derrick let me know all the links in the description will be able to provide that and kind of show you how to do it. We are the most affordable co-working space in the state. Our full membership is only $100 a month. Usually they're at least double that, right? 
so that you get a whole lot of benefit for not nearly the amount. We have everything from hot benching, so just sitting in here working, to offices, so I can facilitate a whole lot of scale and range of business. Who am I? My name is Chris Pastrana, as many of you know. Um, we've been over almost 300 episodes of the New Hampshire Business Show at this point. I've been around for about three years. Most people know who I am, um, at least if you're in the small business world. <laughs> a lot of upper businesses and then citizens, they have no idea who I am, right? Um, unless you're in a very small niche of people who are into high school wrestling, <laughs> which is pretty small. So my name is Chris Pastrana. As I said, I wrestled in high school. I was in the military. I did a whole lot of things before we got to the point where I was standing up on this stage, soon to be stage. <laughs> um, and amongst all that time, I've accumulated an absolute ton of failures and successes um, from winning multiple state championships as a wrestler in high school to wrestling in college and not doing very well. Never tell what's going on with those. <clears throat> I've seen it, I've done it. Um, I failed at many, 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 many things in my life. <laughs> the New Hampshire Business Show was one of the first things I haven't straight up abysmally failed at. There have been minor failures here and there. And uh, a lot of business ventures started and then stopped. Just like many of you know. Um, and that's part of the what we came here to speak about today. And the title of this was to getting your mind ready for a huge leap. Because as we know, starting a new venture is a huge leap. Taking a venture to the next level can feel like a huge leap. And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of stress there that people don't expect. And they expect it to just be easy. They're like, oh, this is going to be fun. I'm totally ready for this. And then you get started, it kicks you in the face right out the door. Like you don't even have that door open and this thing's kicking you in the face. <laughs> and you fall down and you're like, well, never mind. I didn't actually want to do that. I'm going to go chase this other thing. It looks easier, right? <laughs> I hear this all the time. I'm a business consultant. Um, I've sat down with a lot of clients who don't have proper expectations of what their venture is going to entail, right? So that was part of this presentation, is to get ready accurately <laughs> for that next leap. Because some people think it's going to be too hard, and some people think it's going to be too easy. And to accurately gauge that is kind of tricky, right? So champions are odd, right? So back when I used to wrestle, my coach, Mr. Valley, used to tell us that champions are strange. To get to the point where you want to put in the amount of work required to become a state championship wrestler already makes you strange because it's an absolute ridiculous amount of work. And then to actually succeed, put in that work and obtain it, puts you on a completely different level than most everybody else. Because that, that can only go to one person every year in your weight class. And most people don't have it. You know, 
we live in a time where everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Everyone wants to be doing, running their own business and ready to, you know, step out in the world and run your own thing. And most people don't have what it takes to actually do it. It's, I know it sounds kind of rough. <laughs> people don't want to hear it, but it's true. Um, I can tell you right now from some of the ventures I've done, I did not have what it takes and it took in the beginning to get those ventures off the ground. I wasn't ready, I didn't know what it took. And because of that, we had a lot of failures, disappointed a lot of people, um, upset so a lot of people, and those are all growth or scars, you know, uh, <laughs> scars and steps in your, in your growth. Um, but they hurt, and the reminders every single time you are ready to do something else. So here you are, you're like, I have an adventure I wanna do. Yeah, I'm ready. And then you, you look at that person that you're like, okay, I always tell this person my goals, this is what we always talk about. And I'm like, hey, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And they say, okay. And you're like, and all, instantly, <laughs> your pride is like, it sinks a little bit. Cause you're like, oh no, here it comes. Um, <laughs> and they tell you, okay, go ahead, go do it. But they still gave you that reaction at first because they know, and you know, that you're probably gonna fail. You think you're gonna fail. You're ready to fail and you probably want to fail. And I said, again, that may sound rough, um, but most people wanna fail. They don't actually wanna do the work. They wanna say they tried and then get the, you did okay, you know, you did a good job you know, when your friends pat you on the back, right? But that's not why we're in business. You're in business to make money. That's the only thing that matters is, at the end of the day, you were able to create something that survives. Anything else doesn't matter. Nobody remembers the, the first people to try to make a computer. You remember Microsoft, because they actually created the thing. It works, it functions, it still lives. You know, all of the big gurus out there, you don't remember the ones who aren't around anymore. You remember the ones who are able to grow, survive, and live. And if that's not where you want your business to be, sorry. <laughs> um, you're in it for the wrong reasons. Now, back to my point. You were talking to your friend, and they tell you, they have that feeling. There's that split second where you get the honest reaction from them and then they tell you, yeah, you got it. Because <laughs> um, like I said, what they're remembering and what you're remembering is every other time you failed. So, like me. Perfect example, co-worker Von Enderi. So here we are. I think about it one night and I'm like, oh, I'm looking for a space so we can move the show. We're just going to move to another little office. Maybe there's one, two other little offices in there. And we go... I see this space, right? And I say, oh man, I could do something with this, but what would I use the space for? And then it pops into my head, I could, I could run a co-working space. And I'm like, do I really want to do that? Is that something that aligns with my goals, aligns with my projection of where I want the New Hampshire business show to go? And I stop and I think, and I'm like, it is. Okay, so everything's in line. And I go to talk to my... Uh, mental backboard, the person I always go to to talk. 
And the first thing they say is, oh, are you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, oh man, here we go. So after talking, you know, what they're trying to remember or what they're trying to get past is <laughs> they've been there for every other time you've walked in that room. They're like, I have a great idea. And you fail. <laughs> so they've seen all of it. And they're trying to get past that to try to get into the state of mind where they can hear your new thing. But they're walking through all of these other things that you failed at. And then you have to sit there and remember, oh yeah, I failed at all of these things before too. So then you have the conversation. They're like, oh, that's a pretty good idea. We should do this. And then you're like, yeah, we should do this. And then they say, how are you going to pay for it? And you're like, oh. <laughs> and here comes the rest of the conversation where now you have to try to create money, do all these things. But now you're trying to get money from the people who remember all your other failures. And it just becomes this loading process. That every time you try to take another step, you're reminded, they're reminded, and they remind you every time you failed before. So it becomes hard. And then you move to the step where you're like, okay, I'm actually ready to do this. Lisa signed. We're ready to go. And you have to take their check and you're like, you're pausing. You're standing there. This is exactly what happened to me just like a month ago, right? I'm sitting there and I'm like, do I want to do this? The show's steady. It can do it. This new venture is a lot of work. I'm not sure if it's right. I'm not sure if the market's going to even bite. They tell me it's going to bite, which is a story for another, completely another seminar. <laughs> um, they tell me they want to do it. They tell me they want to bite. But are we ready to actually do it? So here we are, pacing. Because all you have to do is say yes, and the money's in your hand, right? The money's in your hand, you can get the property, you can move forward. And you're like, do I do it? And this is where we are today. <laughs> We're getting ready for that huge leap. We're scared. Um, I have a very interesting story. Um, back when I was in the Army, I was an airborne infantryman. So we jumped out of planes. And this is the exact moment I'm talking about right now and how it feels. Because I felt it before in practice back in the Army. <clears throat> you stand up, you're getting your commands from the jump master, she's telling you, stand up, put your seat up, hook up. So you're hooking up onto the static line, you're getting ready to go, and you're just scared. You're like, okay, doors open, you can, all you can hear is the wind and the engines and you can hear people yelling all around you. And it's just noise and just tons of noise. And you're nervous, you're shaking, you know. And they say, you can see the little, the lights. You know, the, the red light, which means don't move. And you can see it hit yellow. And that means you're approaching the drop zone. You have to jump out of the plane soon. <laughs> and the first time you do it, you are petrified. And every time after, you're still petrified. And the lights are getting ready to cycle. and there's this, the commands are going, they're letting you know how long you have until you have to jump. And you're so close, you're right there. The only thing stopping you from going is the green light. Once that green light hits, you don't have a choice, you move. <laughs> you have to go. And you're just waiting for it and it's like, mm, it's, it's an awful feeling. And that's what it feels like. 
you're waiting. You know you're in the super space of uncomfortable right now. Once that green light goes, you have to commit to going out the door. It's a little different in the army because if you don't, you get arrested, whatever. But <laughs> different point. Um, but in, in the entrepreneurial world, you have the option to just step out of line and say, I'm not jumping anymore. Never mind. I'm done. I don't want to deal with the stress. But, but the, back to my point. So the green light, it finally comes on. And the jump master says, go. And the whole line starts moving. And you don't have a choice. You're like, okay, here we go. And you just start walking. You're scared. You take each step. You're getting through it. You feel heavy. You're like, oh, you're like clenching your hand on this thing because on the static line because you're just petrified about this next movement. You get close enough. You hand it off the jump master. You turn. And here you are standing face to face with the door of the airplane. <laughs> and in, 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 in all reality, it actually only takes, it's like a split second. But here you are standing in front of this door. There's nothing out there. There's nothing but the sky <laughs> and then the ground. You don't know what's gonna happen. You could you exit that aircraft. You then have to hope everything you've had planned until this port, you have to hope your parachute works properly. You have to hope everything works properly, right? You're just petrified. Because <laughs> of everything you did prior doesn't work properly, you hit the ground and you're dead. Mostly, most of the time. Probably dead. So this is what business feels like. And if you've ever gone skydiving or ever jumped before, like Marmy people, you know what I'm talking about, you know this feeling and you can equate it to what we're talking about right now. And it's amazing and it's awful at the same time. And <clears throat> but you have to, you have to get past this. Because like I said, in, in, in the civilian world, you can just step out of line, let the next entrepreneur take your idea and go, and uh, you never have to worry about it again. You're, you just go about your nine to five, and that's it. But those of us that jump, it takes something to get out that door, you know, just to, and you're, you're into the air, and you gotta hope you can <laughs> facilitate safely to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it's it telling you something else, and the feeling is unbelievable. Now, to get ready for this, it is very hard to do. How do you get yourself ready to take on a risk that could be very damaging to your reputation, um, your ego, your pride? You know, if you're borrowing money. Your, whoever's lending you that has very high expectations of you. That's why they're paying. Um, it's a risk, and it sucks. <laughs> it's a hard feeling, and it's definitely scary. I should say, but we got to get past it, and you got to do it. Um, so yeah, I don't have a whole lot of ways to teach how to get past this thing. I can, we can talk about what I do and then in reality you talk about what you do. Um, there's not a, lot, a whole lot of people here to talk about their experiences today. 
but you have to get numb to it. You have to put literally one foot in front of the other, approach the door, and without thinking, jump. Clear, you know, I forget what it is, up six, up 12, what, I forget what it is, but <laughs> you gotta get out the door, and if you don't, you'll never have the opportunity, and you wanna take the risk, but you'll never have that opportunity. And it's something you've gotta do if you wanna be an entrepreneur. So, you know, for myself, it's about looking into the future at who you picture yourself to be. And yes, I have failed a hundred times. I'm gonna fail a ton more. <laughs> every time you do it, you have to get out the door. And every time you get out the door, you gotta get back on the plane, re-parachuted, ready for the next jump. Because once your company's big enough, you gotta be like, okay, here we go. Initial public offering. You gotta get out that door. <laughs> you gotta worry about handing it over to a CEO or to someone else who's gonna run your company. Every, every single step, you have to face that door. And to everyone, it could be something different. I like aligning it to being a paratrooper because I've, I've seen it, I've done it. You know, I understand what it takes to get out that door. And they like said, looking at future you who's already done it and saying, I can do it, I can get there, I can be that person, and then just go for it. Not a great answer, <laughs> but it is a very hard thing to do. And for anyone who would like to talk about how they get past those points, I would love to have you up on this stage to talk about it. Um, stage. <laughs> I would love to have you in here to talk about your experiences what, what is your door? What is it that you have to get past every time you want to up-level your business to the next thing? You know, so for everybody it's different. And for everyone it's just as scary, it's just as paralyzing, but you gotta get out, you gotta get out the door. So thank you. I would love to have questions, you know, jump into the comments for anyone that wants to jump on. For everyone else, I will see you next time, and I will see you next Monday.